Eyes of an African chef, that's Nompumela Lompuebo, and she joins us now. Welcome back to the show. Thank you, Azaina. We've talked about food before. We've talked about this build-up, this journey that you've been on, this advocacy activism work that you've been on in terms of elevating African cuisine to the platform and the status that it deserves. That Gourmand uh, World Cookbook Award must have been a reward for the, for, for the work that you've done. Yes, it did. It, it felt very good. It felt, you know, I like a pet in the back mm. uh, by the world to say, we see you, we recognize what you are doing. But at the same time, I felt like it wasn't just about me. Yes. It was about the continent. Yeah. Um, as I looked at all those flags that were next to me of all the countries in Africa. Yes, because mm. they're known as the Oscars of the <laughs> of the cuisine or, or cooking world, mm. um, Oscars of the of cookbooks all over the world. So you just gave a TED talk now. Uh, it's called Decoding Greatness. What is what did that theme mean to you, uh, and how did you express it in the work that you do? Well, um, I think as I said towards the end, for me, um, my journey became um, an understanding that. It's about changing people's perceptions yeah. about indigenous food and culture. Yeah. And in doing that, it helps us uh, realize our inherent greatness. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, because in the book, you have all of these recipes, the African classics, as well as traditional recipes that you've given a bit of a modern touch to it. And I remember not too long ago, uh, uh, you know, people uh, take liberties with what is hard work and then turn it their own without crediting the, 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 the source or the person who's, who's put in the sweat and hard work. Is that issue over? No. It's still playing out? That issue is still playing out mm. and I'm actually waiting for the people to tell me how they're sorting it out. Yeah. At the moment, they've said they're going to sort it out, they're going to credit me. So I'm waiting for them to either they finish that or we, we take it up. property. Yes, yeah. we take it up because for me it's beyond that. I mean, we've come from a history, you know, you heard when I opened up, we, we, we have been presented as a people without a food history. I went to culinary school in 2005. I finished private cookery school. There was no training in indigenous cuisine. In this month, I've been submitting a manual on training chefs on indigenous cuisine. And when I inquired with Cat Sita, QCTO, National Department mm. of Tourism, mm. there is not a single accredited trainer on African cuisine. Mm. So for somebody to then think this can just be, you know, fly swat um, situation, it, it can't be. It's, it's been painful for us. Um, it's been painful for me being a chef, being able to do classic sauces, flambés and whatnot, but my food not being present. It's taken a lot of work, working with indigenous cooks, yeah. working with indigenous farmers. I've learned a lot from them yeah. and then have had to take this and use the skill and, and present it and always saying... It's not about money. Just give credit. Just give credit. Acknowledge. That's it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it is done and dusted for you for the day. You get to sit and sit back and hear other speakers as part of TEDx Jobek. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank Congratulations you. Congratulations for you taking to this illustrious stage. Thank you very much. It was um, 
exciting and scary. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not scary, then you know that uh, uh, it might not be worth doing. Things that are worth doing often present with a lot of uh, anxiety and fear. Yeah. Thank you so much. Lovely to see you again. Absolutely. So the book is called Through the Eyes of an African Chef. That was Nompumele Lomkwebo. Uh, so coming up after this, we bring you another TED speaker. We've got Spuem Slambi. We've got Latuma Ngogolo. It's going to be a packed half hour. A show live at TEDx Johannesburg 2018 on 702 for the curious. Well, it's 16 minutes past two and uh, still coming up on the stage in the final segment for the afternoon is Brian Green. And Brian is responsible for 44 Stanley and Victoria Yards. Good afternoon, Brian. You'll be sharing your story of regenerating this part of Johannesburg. But how? How did you come by 44 Stanley? And where did the idea come from? Well, you you kind of need to come to TEDx and listen to what I'm about (laughs) to tell everyone. But it it all happened by kind of a crazy accident where my brother-in-law came up from Cape Town to open a bar, which became the Color Bar. And a lot Very more fa- popular. It was, and much more famous than 44 Stanley for a while, which really bugged me. <laughs> but that was kind of the, the catalyst that made it happen. And it kind of let me kind of express, express a hidden passion mm. in, in dereliction. I love things that are derelict and broken. I love to fix them. But buildings, not cars and motorbikes, yes. buildings. Yes. Um, and so that's what we see with 44 Stanley, that it is the old living so well alongside the new, repurposed in a way that is functional for purpose for now, for today. Um, and there's also been a journey of attracting people to spaces perhaps that uh, we, away from the malls, away from the shopping centers and the suburbs. What have been some of the biggest challenges with saying, this is where you need to be a tenant or this is where you need to have your lunch or dinner or shop? Um, you know, I, I think I need to go a little further back on that, mm. um, where I couldn't do anything really without passion. I got fired from my first four jobs, and that drove me to look for what I really wanted to do in life, and I became a television cameraman, which I was seriously passionate about. Right. And when I found buildings, I kind of, that same passion came out, and I pushed like hell to create something that I couldn't find in Johannesburg or South Africa. And I had a fantastic partner. We had, it was my idea, but he helped me formalize that idea and put that idea into reality. And it just keeps going. So so if you look at other shopping centers, mm. every 10 years they need to fix them. 44 Stanley, we keep fixing it. We never stop fixing right. it. It'll never end. Yes. So that 44 Stanley will never be finished. So I think it's all part of it. It's like, it's like very slowly just making it nicer and nicer and nicer because you can because it's there because it's an object that you can keep on kind of right. manipulating and, and improving so when you look at your journey how and the story that you've be, that you'll be telling the theme is decoding greatness what did that mean to you and in relation to your to your journey I, I think it's a little highfalutin <laughs> <laughs> this is you being modest no I think it's a bit mad um you know what? It just gets back to passion. I mean, I'm really passionate about what I do. Yeah. And it's not like I'm making any extra effort or special kind of paying it. This is what I love. So yes. I do it. With passion, anything yeah. is possible. That's yeah. what it says to me. That's yeah. how you get to achieve greatness with passion. Uh, Lots well, of it. Maybe that's the answer. Yeah. So, uh, um, Brian, all of the best. Looking at the program, you're in, in uh, this final stretch of the afternoon. Uh, so we'll be in there cheering you on. Thank Thanks you very so much. much. Great. Thank you.
Right, well, still coming up, we've promised you a conversation with a photographer and a designer before we get to the music. So make sure you stay tuned. Decoding Greatness at TEDx Johannesburg 2018 on 702 for the curious. It's 20 minutes past two. We'll be bringing you headlines at the bottom of the hour. Then we'll connect quickly with the Nzovu Youth Choir and Grammy Award winning voter Kellerman. But now we're joined by Ace Photographer. That's the description given to him, and I completely agree. Um, this poem, Tlambi, who has captured South African history uh, recently at an exhibition of the various jazz musicians that he's photographed over the years. Hugely successful, in fact, his very first. And lots of us who've watched his work over the years were wondering, why did it take so long? Spirit, you were in the morning session. Yes. Um, yours is a story that I've heard so many people in this hall yeah. mention as a great highlight for today. Yeah. A human story. Yeah. What was it about your journey that you think captured the audience so well? You know, I told it as it is. You know, this is not something that you, you always see it in movies or you read a book about it. So I was there with them and I had slides to show of exactly what I was talking about. Wow. So they could feel it and they could hear it. So I was there right in front. It was beautiful. I, I didn't anticipate this. I thought it would just be a talk and then gone. Yes. But it was just too beautiful for me. Yeah. yeah. You've made a couple of friends from the day. Absolutely. But one other thing, so the last time we spoke, we were talking about your exhibition. Yes. But your own life journey has yes. come up. And yes. for a long time, you didn't know your own details. Those Absolutely. basic details about the day when you were born. Yeah. Uh, you celebrated your 50th. And I, I asked you on Facebook to say... How did you pick this particular day? You know, um, and that's part of the details you yes. were sharing with the audience today about uh, the journey you've traveled, who raised you, yeah. uh, the, the, the lack of identity, yes. living with the lack of identity yes. when you got yes. your ID book, yes. for instance. Very intimate things. Yeah. It's very hard to be that vulnerable, but there's a lot of reward on the other side of that vulnerability. Yeah. You know, the dedication that I had for my craft or my work, it went beyond because things that I didn't have when I was growing up. I got them through photography. And the way they came, it came as a blessing. Because I managed to do all these things that you could do then, but only now. And I'm only 50 now. So it's okay. I've accepted that and I'm enjoying it. It's just one of those things that you can um, overlook. Mm. But I'm very happy that this has happened. Um, I've been talking to a lot of people around here. Everybody's got a suggestion about your life. Yes. When is a book coming? I, I said that, <laughs> showing forward to this conversation. I'm like, I know there's a great book waiting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, the answer is that we'll, we'll work on it. You know, when's a book coming? Where's a movie? And I, I didn't even know my story was that compelling to people. It's just a story that I grew up like that. Yeah. None of this is made up. So I, I probably have to consider that. You know, uh, for me, I think there are a couple of things that come out of, and that's the power of TED, mm-hmm. because each person watching it, whether in the audience or later on mm. on the channel or on YouTube, mm. um, will use this resource for whatever purposes, yes. right? And we all use TED for different reasons. But for you, when it comes to your story, for me, it's a great teacher and a great lesson mm-hmm. in daring to be vulnerable, yeah. um, because so many of us want to maintain a facade of perfection, yes. of in-controlness, yes. um, and when you dare to be vulnerable you uh, uh, there's an empathy and a, mm-hmm. a, a humanness a humanity mm-hmm. that you attract to yourself yeah. and then the story the fact that all our stories yeah. are important all of our course. stories have value we have to record our stories you see my my photography yeah my photography came with with my upbringing 
because I have that empathy, as you mentioned. Mm. It, I don't just make an image. Mm. It comes with, with what I feel mm. at the time. I mean, especially those jazz images, mm. they're all talking. You listen to the music by looking at that image because that's what I've managed to accomplish. Yes. But going forward, is, is, is nobody owes you anything. When you're in a situation where odds are against you, you poor, no parents and all of that, I can't blame. I'm not even bitter right now. Right. I don't blame my parents. I don't blame my apartheid. I blame nobody. It was just my time to be there and move on to be where I am today. Right. So it was my journey and I took up that journey. I could have been anything else that I could have been. Had you not taken it up, where we are today would not have happened. Would never happen. Wouldn't have happened. I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be talking to you. Yes. To me, this is it. It's like I'm living a dream in a day with all of these activities happening. After 50 years, it's just too amazing for me. When I'm loving it. <sighs> you know I love your stories, Pue. I'm literally just moved to tears and don't know. I'm at a loss for words because it's such a, it's such a, 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 a wonderful, it's yes. such a wonderful and beautiful story of perseverance and resilience, yeah. uh, and at the same time remembering to live yes. in its fullest, whether remembering love and remembering to live. The goal was straight. I need to get out of here. Yeah. You know, I can't. I could be there for that time. But that was not my destiny. I needed to get out. So slowly, perseverance generates success. Slowly, I got here. And, and even here, I mean, I've accomplished everything that I wanted. I've raised my children. They're not going to go through what I went through. They uh, would have a better life than I had. Absolutely. You know, I have a son that is a filmmaker that is based in Cape Town. He's pure junior. I'm so proud of that boy because that's my first child. And I look at him and I say, wow, you, are, you graduated at what, at 19? I started school at 13, and look at you, look at the difference. But I love him equally like that. Yes, yeah. oh, that's good. We'll make time for a, a, a longer yes. unpacking of this incredible story. Thank yeah. you very much. Much As always, Thank you. always. Thank you. We're looking forward to the next ex- exhibitions in 2019. There better be one every quarter. I will definitely <laughs> do that. Every quarter. I will definitely do that. <laughs> Thank you. That was a photographer, Spiwe Mklambi, a storyteller with an incredible story himself. Decoding Greatness at TEDx Johannesburg 2018 on 702 for the curious. Have you bought your National Lottery raffle ticket yet? This year, you stand a chance to win one of six houses worth 2 million rand each. That's right. You could win your very own dream home. Plus, there's also 500,000 rand in cash up for grabs. Hurry, ticket sales close on 29 December, so buy your raffle tickets before it's too late. Tickets available at participating retailers or the National Lottery website. T's and C's apply. Panda, pusher, play. Players must be 18 years or older. Play responsibly. your summer with South Sea's Fantastic Friday Deal of the Week. Get the new Samsung Galaxy A7 on Media Play with 2 gigs or Pinnacle 1 gig for only 399 Rand per month. Valid this Friday only while stocks last. Hurry, get to your nearest South Sea store or call 0841455 now. T's and C's apply. Push your summer with Fantastic Friday. South Sea, connect your way.
It's the season to be giving. So at Peugeot, we want to give you something amazing to say thank you for your support. Buy a brand new Peugeot and only pay your first installment in June 2019. That means the first six months are totally on us. At Peugeot, we strive to go that bit further because we're driven to spoiling you this holiday season. Remember, this offer is on selected models only. T's and C's apply. Hurry, stocks are limited. Visit Peugeot.co.za for more info. Peugeot. Motion and emotion. One December, World AIDS Day is an opportunity to unite in the fight against HIV. Show support for people living with it and remember those who died. Early initiation of antiretroviral treatment improves health, suppresses viral load and reduces the risk of transmitting HIV. Vaccination can help reduce the risk of pneumococcal pneumonia, the most common cause of bacterial pneumonia in people living with HIV. Ask your doctor or nurse about vaccination. Brought to you by Pfizer. Don't wait. Vaccinate. The Azania Mosaka Show. Live at TEDx Johannesburg 2018 on 702. For the curious. It's now 28 minutes past two. We had promised you a conversation with Latuman Ngogolo, but uh, he's gone inside to get mic'd, unfortunately. Uh, but I got to visit his studios the other day, checked out his operation. What an incredible uh, 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 fashion outfit it is, a fashion house that he has built over the years. Um, and much of it without any funding. I mean, he's getting acknowledgement from um, the Af- African-American Museum, getting acknowledgement from Vogue magazine, uh, all sorts. So in, even internationally, he's getting that acclaim and attention. So he'll be on the TEDx Johannesburg stage for the final afternoon session in a short while. But before we get there, I just wanted to use this time before the headlines to chat to uh, the two figures who will be uh, bringing us 702 Unplugged in a short while. Ralph Schmidt is with us and Ralph, welcome. Thank you, you very are much. With, you're with the Ndlovu Youth Choir. Yes, that's correct. And we saw you so strict, <laughs> making sure that everything is sounding as it should. Oh, what is you. the story behind this choir? Uh, it's an amazing story. We're based in Mutsil Limpopo. Yes. And um, yeah, 